Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592, the website at allamericangold.com. And welcome to Thursday as the uh, gold and silver rally uh, continuing, the crude oil rally continuing, uh, Wall Street trying to uh, buy the dip, maybe. I don't know. I, I actually think this is, uh, uh, well, I'll just tell you what I think. Wall Street's in big trouble. How about that? Uh, why do I get the feeling uh, they were getting a lot of calls about people wanting to dump stocks and uh, uh, a dead cat bounce uh, here? Well, but we'll see. Too early to tell. Uh, the, the Dow right now is up 400 uh, crude oil. The inventory reports we were waiting for yesterday came today because of MLK. Uh, 8750 uh, is where crude oil sits right now, up another 50-some-odd cents. As, as it was uh, the two different reports, one had a – I think they both had very small builds, but unfortunately – uh, Cushing, Oklahoma, uh, less crude available. I think next week's reports are going to determine uh, does crude oil uh, go into the 90s towards 100 right this second. Uh, I'm hoping sooner we got to take a little bit of a rest, but we'll see. If those numbers are not good next week, uh, we're going to have even higher prices even sooner uh, but, but again, get ready. The prices at the pump, which are really elevated for this time of year, uh, are going to start picking up. And, and depending on where, uh, where you're looking, anywhere from 50 cents, that's probably the best case scenario. And this is going out to May for, for drive season. Uh, 50 cents a gallon from where they are today, that's probably your best case scenario. Uh, a dollar a gallon more, I'm a, fingers crossed, is the worst case scenario. So, you know, what I like to do, let's split the difference. Plan on paying at least another 75 cents a gallon, uh, come, come May, and that's not gonna feel very good. Uh, back from, uh, assignment, Jason Walker's back with us on a very cold, and icy and snowy front range in Colorado. All of you out there in Colorado, be careful uh, driving around. And it's not really the people from Colorado, right, Jason? It's all the newbies you got to worry about. It's everybody. Yeah, everybody drives like idiots. <laughs> That's all there is to it. You, you, they already drive bad enough when the roads are clear, and then uh, the ice. The ice is on the roads, and suddenly I see cars that are actually standing up. There's a just north of the radio station here. You got the road that kind of takes you towards Highway 34. And, and yesterday, as I was going uh, that direction, somebody uh, went over the railroad tracks. There's like kind of a deep ditch on each corner of the railroad tracks, and this somebody just went right into that corner. And uh, the the front of the car was in the ground. It was basically standing up <laughs> in the well, ditch. That's hard to do. Yeah, yeah that that. that. <laughs> That was probably pretty scary, the little drop down there. That's probably, you know, hopefully the the seatbelt was on because yeah, you'll go to the windshield on that one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, be careful out there. I got one uh, thing, Joe. Let me, let me ask here. one thing. Uh, the the, uh, the stock, stock being us, so we've had some selling off in the stock markets. Maybe on the break you could – it's, why do I get the feeling that the uh, the the numbers going up today have a lot to do with the biggest stocks 
you know, hey, we sold all that other smaller stuff we own, and we bought the bigger stuff. Maybe you should check the big stocks, the Apple. Well, the it, it, it's always the bigger stuff. Let's face it. Uh, you can't have a Dow move on 400 points unless Apple and Microsoft uh, are, are doing the, the, the heavy lifting. It's just too big of a piece. The one thing that I know for sure, uh, the stocks like Exxon are definitely moving higher as oil prices are, are, you know, and I don't know why they would catch anybody off guard. I've been warning about oil prices for about the last six months now. Uh, but there's some of that in there as well. But the problem was the economic data today was not good. Uh, and we'll talk all about that. We had jobless claims up and up big. Uh, this, this really caught me off guard even. Uh, 286,000. Uh, the expectation was for like 220. Uh, so this was a big miss, uh, to the upside. This is the biggest number since October 8th, uh, right? We hear all these things about all these jobs that are available and, and everybody's hiring. Listen, everyone's hiring for crappy jobs. There's plenty of crappy jobs out there. Great, Joe. Right? If you want to be a waitress, good. a waiter, a busboy, you know, you, you want, you want to be a cook, you want to have fries with that, there's jobs out there for you. If you want to slice the, the ham and the turkey at the deli counter, there's a job out there for you. But that's really about it, Jason. Awesome. Yeah, this will be a good show. I, I have an email. So when, whenever you want to slip my email, I want to read this email that I got at eight o'clock last night, which, uh, very interesting, Joe. You because know, you 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 bring you bring the things on that matter to people that actually you can see and touch and feel. You know, hey, the the, the inflation is what we've been really talking about a lot lately. Which, hey, that's that's you going and paying more money. It actually physically is affecting you now. And and then you cover the numbers of here. Here's what's going on. These numbers spell a lot of gloom and doom in the in the near future. And why this is why you buy gold and silver. So this is one of those things, Joe. It's, uh, I got the email, and uh, it's uh, very interesting. Very interesting what's going on, and, and uh, I got a lot of a lot of comments uh, about this. And I'm sure you will too. Great, we'll do that uh, in the in the section coming up next. And, and uh, again, the, the new or existing home sales, uh, the largest drop in existing home sales since 2009. So that's going back. You know that that's like crash era. Uh, falling here, obviously interest rates. Uh, we would have expected a different number. I would have expected anyway with interest rates on the rise that people would be, uh, you know what, I'm going to buy now. I can't wait because I don't want to pay uh, higher interest rates. Uh, but uh, so housing disappointed, jobless claims disappointed. Uh, the only thing I guess that didn't disappoint, crude oil. Peso Radio News Oil, or News Hour. <laughs> we'll be back right after the break. Hey, we're back here, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, Joe Jaquin, Jason Walker, and Jason wants to uh, got got an email last night. Wants to talk about. Go for it. This is great, Joe. So I got an email at eight o'clock uh, as I was going through some paying some bills and whatnot, and uh, the, the title of the email said "Out of Stock Notification." Now uh, that the company is Eldorado that sent the email, so I, I, I've been talking about their price. The prices went from a ninety-nine cents to a dollar thirty-nine, and then on the shelves they they have the hey, but you can buy it today for a dollar twenty-five. So it's it's kind of twenty-five percent on the shelf. So when I got this email, well, yesterday was my delivery day, and and these delivery days are set up a year ahead of time. So like uh, at the beginning of the year, when they send me my first bill for January. They'll give me my delivery days for every for each each delivery for the month. It's it's every four weeks. So every once in a while, I get like two deliveries in one month. But it's every every four weeks, you get your delivery day set up. 
So this is very specific. And Eldorado is one of those companies. It's not, you know, I think they pride themselves on being sort of like the, uh, hey, we're, we're kind of the small company guy that's on your side. It, it's, it's not a small company, but it's not a huge company. Uh, they, they won, uh, they entered into those, those big uh, contests for the, the best water. Uh, they won uh, number one best water in the country. They've done this many times, but they won last year, and they were number two for best water in the world. So it's it's a good it's a good company and they they pride themselves on a good product. Uh, so so it's kind of cool because uh, unlike like uh, some of these other companies I deal with, Joe, they uh, they actually try to help the customer and they're very honest with their emails. Anytime there's a a snowstorm or a holiday or something or something, you know, they just send you an email and says, "Look, we can't deliver today. We're going to bump you back a day." So when I got this email. Not only is it, you know, more of what we talk about, but on top of this, you can hear in the email there's some confusion, like they don't really know how to even break this news because it's not as corporate. You know, if it is corporate, they say something very bland and very, uh, you know, so so that you can't point any fingers. So let me read this, uh, and and mind you, this is 8 o'clock at night. They always deliver at 7 in the morning. I I, I see the water and get it in the house before I come uh, come into the radio station. So, uh here, here we go. So, dear one five nine three six six, Jason Walker. We regret to inform you that some of our case pack products that you regularly order from us are currently out of stock, and we are unable to deliver today. So, I don't buy the five gallon jugs that you put on the the the, the, the machine. I buy cases of uh, a box with four one gallon jugs. Uh, there's there's many reasons I'm doing that, and I'm glad right now that I'm doing it because. I don't want them to have to either bring a new machine or try to clean the current machine because your water dispenser can get very dirty in Germany. So when you have one-gallon jugs, less bacteria, less germs, less getting sick. We are continuing to see extraordinarily challenging staffing and supply conditions from our bottle supplier and have not been able to receive a steady supply of our small bottles, which continues to cause out-of-stocks. Here is our current status by bottle size. This is where the confusion comes in, which I, I find it very interesting. There's f- four bullet points here. We currently have steady supply and have in stock our one gallons, my bottles, our five gallons, our three gallons, and our three-gallon glass bottles. Then why did they send my delivery to me is what the first thing I, I thought when I read this. Half, half liters, 24-ounce, 1.5-liter vitamin waters are currently in stock. Our one-liter bottles continue to be out of stock at this time. And then the last bullet point, bottle supplies continue to be unreliable. So they're saying they don't have it, I'm not, and I don't have my delivery, but they're saying they have one-gallon bottle bottles, but then, then say that, <laughs> so like I said, whoever wrote this, I, think, I don't think they really know what they're supposed to say to the customer. So in, uh, it says under the bullet points, our purchasing and pro- uh, production con- uh, teams continue to work with our current bottle supplier to stabilize our supply of bottles as well as our staffing. And then in bold, the next paragraph, more than anything, we want to be able to deliver the case products you need. On your delivery day, we will deliver all the in-stock products on your order as scheduled. Okay, well, I guess there was none because my delivery was supposed to be 12 hours before this email. I got nothing. Any out-of-stock product, we will try to deliver again on your next scheduled day. That is next month, Joe. They just canceled me. 
<laughs> That's all they well, do. And again, the, the get ready. So uh, we've been talking a lot about this. Uh, th- this is uh, a huge, huge problem. And remember, just just remember, everybody told you it was going to get better but me. I told you the situation was going to get worse. And what did do? What do you think that that uh, the the world suppliers call me up on the phone and tell me? No, Joe. Guess what is not on the shelves right now? That is something that I use for for different situations. My mom and dad use this for their uh, their CPAP. You know the, the the masks that some people wear at night for oxygen. Distilled water, one gallon jugs, are almost nowhere on the shelves right now. I'm wondering if the milk industry is buying up all the one-gallon jugs, Joe, is what I'm wondering. And, and again, this is a, a huge problem, and, and it's going to, and I hate to say it, it's going to continue to get worse uh, because, you know, and, and it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure any of this stuff out. And and the, the problem is very simple, and we, we kind of laid into it yesterday because how do I know inflation is going to be so so stinking bad? Because until the demand goes away, basically until we enter a recession, the problem doesn't end. Period. Period. They printed so much money. You have no idea. This was it was so reckless, so idiotic. Uh, I I can't even put it into words. Also, and, and just think about you know, let's use Wall Street as an example. Today, obviously, anyone really buying Wall Street? I mean, they may buy it today because they think they can make a few dollars, but no one actually believes Wall Street's going to have a good year this year, especially if the Fed does what they're saying they're going to do. Right? So, uh, the only ones that would would maybe say it's going to are the ones that are saying, "Hey, listen, the Fed the Feds are a bunch of cowards and chickens, and they're not actually going to to try to fix the problem." But but neither here nor there. Do you mean to tell me that? We could shut down the whole world, essentially, because that's about what we did in 2020. And yet, we had one of the biggest Wall Street rallies. Like, you know, in the, you know, think about it. Last year was the S&P was up 20%. Right? It, it doesn't make sense. And the reason that it was up 20% is the amount of printing the Federal Reserve did. Some of it you see, a lot of it you don't see. Uh, this is going to be a, a huge, huge problem going forward. Like Jason said, all of a sudden, hey, we can't get one gallon jugs. Yep. And then you got to make decisions to Jason's point. Okay, well, what what can we do? Well, distilled water, uh, we sell the least of. Okay, well, let's stop making that, right? Well, we, we, we don't have enough jugs for regular water. Uh, let's, let's stop making this and stop making that, and at least we can try to keep, you know, some of the things that we sell the most of available. Uh, but again, so what's going to happen? Well, the answer is going to be really simple. The cost of those jugs, and here, here's my, you know, again, why I don't have to be a rocket scientist. How much you want to bet the cost of those jugs have doubled and tripled and quadrupled, right? And all of a sudden, the next thing you're going to see, the next email you're going to get, Jason, hey, we've got another price increase. I know it was a dollar a year ago. Now it's a dollar twenty-five. Well, now it's a dollar fifty. Right now, now it's two dollars. Uh, and, and really, take every item. 
Procter and Gamble, how long did it take? They just released earnings, what, two days ago? First price increases already announced. Uh, Tide, Downey, the whole, the whole laundry aisle. All prices rising on the, uh, uh, what, I think it's the second week of February, right? And, and, and we talk about every day, uh, the cost of things going up, uh, the cost of things hitting, uh, new record highs. Uh, today it's, it's laundry soap and, uh, orange juice. Uh, orange juice futures <clears throat> skyrocketing, bad weather, right? You know, winters right. are not bad weather. There's always bad weather. Uh, the let me, uh, Joe, let smallest... Me, let me back you up real quick. Let me back you up. I'm going to read the last two sentences here and then pose a question and, and, a, and a, an observation. Uh, it says here, the bottle supplies on these small sizes will still well, are sporadic, but any bottles we receive will, will fill uh, orders to our customers as quickly as possible. Unfortunately... We expect this cycle of in-stock and out-of-stock to continue for a while. The que- I want to say one thing after I pose a question. The question is, what are the odds I'm even going to get this order in February? I'm starting to think I'm not going to get this next month. And then the, the, the observations, just to back up what you're saying, Joe, not just the price rate uh, going up for the bottles, but the first thing that I did is I grabbed Jack. It's like, well, before uh, King Supers closes, let's get on the road. Let's go buy some bottles because we we're not getting our order. We went and got the big shopping cart. Threw twenty gallons into the thing, and I need to get. I probably need to get to forty to sixty is what I'm gonna need to get to to get my supply. What? Because I want to have a month's worth of water just for the breakdown of, the, of these supplies. And uh, we went and got twenty bottles off the shelf. The shelf wasn't full, Joe. So, what does that say about shortages, right? Yeah, and exactly. And so you're buying twenty bottles. Whoever else is buying twenty bottles, and next thing you know, it's a cascading thing. And all of a sudden, King Super's like, "What? What happened? Yep, what happened? What happened?" You know, we, we normally sell, and listen, the stores know, hey, we normally sell, let's just say 500 one-gallon jugs a day. And all of a sudden, today, there was a 1,000 sold. And they're like, what happened? We're out of water. And uh, King, Supers, Joe, well, or- King Supers is going to get theirs before I get mine, I can tell you that. Oh, absolutely. And this is happening everywhere. You know, we're talking about orange juice. Listen, the price of orange juice is already up 50%. Today alone, up another 5%. And, and again, it just doesn't stop, right? So you think, is orange juice any different? You think that they can get all the cartons they need for their orange juice? Of course not. Now, now the, the, not only is the product that goes inside of the, of the bottle getting more expensive, the actual bottle itself is getting more expensive. This is, this is something the the people that that pick the the orange juice you got to pay up more. The people that process it got to get paid more. Everybody's got to get paid more on top of it. Uh, this is going to be something like I said. You're not prepared. I know a lot of you out there thinking you are. You're not. You know when 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 New York is sending out utility is sending out to their uh, older people. When you're a senior citizen in New York, you get all these breaks and discounts. Hey, by the way, we've got to raise your power bill thirty one percent. That's unheard of. And here's the problem. They had to raise it 31% at $80 oil. What is it going to be? How much are they going to have to raise it at $100, $125, oil? Uh, and, and that's really, Jason, what, what I'm seeing here. None of these supply issues go away. They're not nope. going away in 2022. They're not going away. 
No, they're, they're not. I mean, right now, best case scenario, we enter a recession in 2022, so 2023, uh, maybe some of the supply issues lighten up. Yeah, and, and, and I'll tell you, Joe, that, that I think the inflation is going to keep going through this year and maybe even into next year. And then, well, you know, and I don't know if we'll have time to talk about it today, but as, as the, the, the days go on, we'll start talking about something else. When you have this inflation that keeps going, a new problem comes in with Joe Biden. And I'm not a big Democrat, Republican. I don't like either side. But having a liberal as a president, this is something that will traditionally be the so-called fix, which is worse than the problem of inflation, is price control. Joe, at some point when things go crazy, well, we got to just put some price controls in place. And that's even worse than the inflation, Joe. And that's, we're, we're looking at price controls pretty soon, I think. Yeah, there, there's already whispers of that. You you hear uh, some of the people that really don't understand how the real world works. Elizabeth Warren, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, uh, you know, Biden, forget anything. He did this marathon press conference yesterday, absolute disaster, uh, all but telling Russia to invade Ukraine. It was absolutely crazy, uh, but neither here nor there. Uh, they're already talking about price controls, or they're trying to attack uh, businesses like, oh, it's, it's Kroger's fault or Walmart's fault, right? No, it's Jay Powell's fault. It's Janet Yellen's fault. Uh, but again, let's not blame the bankers. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. More on on Procter and Gamble. Uh, it's actually a lot worse than I thought. Uh, they have 18 different lines. Okay, so that's the total company. Uh, they break up the whole company in 18 different lines. Ten of the 18 lines are going to have another price increase. Uh, it's February 28th. Uh, Tie Downey sheets I told you about, but uh, here are the lines. Uh, baby care, feminine care, adult incontinence, family care, home care, hair care, grooming, oral care, skin care. Now, here's what's even worse. According to Procter & Gamble, they're saying that not a lot of the company's price increases that they've already previously announced have yet to take effect and they're going to be taking effect sometime in the next week to 10 days. And then they're saying, hey, by the way, February 28th, we're raising them again, Jason. So this thing's really getting out of control. They, in a matter of, of 90 days, they've had to up what they plan on having to spend for materials uh, by quarter, by another $300 million uh, expected additional cost uh, for Procter & Gamble in the quarter. The reason f- behind this next round of price increases, when the round they previously announced hasn't even started yet. Yeah, that's not good. Those are like uh, health comfort items that you're talking about. So those those are items that people will, will they'll keep buying and keep buying. And, and, and uh, well, yeah, you got to wash your clothes, yeah. right? You got to have your 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 hygiene products, your baby care. These are. It's not like, hey, well, you know what? I, I'm just not gonna buy laundry soap today. Right, Joe. And, and, and once again, when people see, let's just say the average guy just happens to get a whiff of, of what you're reading or talking about. And they say, okay, the first price change hasn't really gone into effect, and there's another one coming behind it. What do you do? You do the same thing I just did yesterday with the water. You got to go buy a bunch, right? And there comes your shortage. Well, and here's here, yeah, and here's what happens. You know what ends up happening? The bigger retailers, they bought all the product. 
right? They they went out Walmart, Kroger, and they just bought. Hey, pre and G's telling us the price increase, double the order. And you're going to see a lot of towns, especially where you have independent grocers, uh, the small towns in America, you are going to start seeing. I think that's where you're really going to be see the shocks of the empty shelves, uh, where more in your bigger cities, it'll be sporadic, right? There'll be, eh, well, they're out of this brand, but they've got that brand or, or something to that effect. When you get into these smaller towns, Right, they may not have any Lay's potato chips at all, regardless of the flavor. They may not have any Tide detergent. They may not have any bottled water, uh, and that's what this effect is really going to be like, Jason. That's exactly right. The uh, the El Dorado story, which I talked about the last segment, that's not one of the biggest companies that are consuming these one gallon bottles. So this is showing you, okay, a medium sized company that uses a lot of one gallon bottles. They can't get there, so you know it's just going to go up to the bigger guys eventually. Yeah, once the smaller guys can't keep it in stock, then the bigger guy get, can't get it, and then the biggest guy can't get it in stock, and that's when you're going to walk into Walmart and suddenly you can't get a a gallon of milk, not because the cows aren't producing the milk and, and their dairy farmers don't have the milk available, they don't have anything to put it in because it's going to happen, Joe. It's just shortages. Yeah, exactly right. And again, just kind of what we said. The milk's more expensive that goes into the container, then the container's more expensive. And then, by oh, by the way, we don't even have it, right? We don't even have a container to put it in. Which sparks uh, panic buying, though, which, which sparks the panic buying, which makes it even worse. Yeah, remember the toilet paper? <laughs> right. Yeah. I never understood the toilet. I still didn't understand the toilet paper thing, but uh, but neither here nor How about this? Uh, Flexport. For those of you that don't know, they track... Uh, Ocean timeliness. Okay. So how do I know that the problem was going to get worse? Well, these are one of the things that, that I look at. What are the, what are the big ocean freight liners saying about deliveries? Right? If delivery times are, are decreasing. In other words, hey, uh, we, we said it was going to be six weeks. But now we're saying four weeks. Well, that would be a huge indicator to me. Hey, things are getting better. Right? Look at they they just look at things are uh moving much faster. Well, guess what? The opposite just happened. They said that uh the index has reached a new all time record high. They're now saying that deliveries will take at best a hundred and fourteen days uh to deliver uh, that's 57% higher than a year ago, 125% higher uh, than right before COVID started in 2020. So you, we're sitting here, and this problem is getting worse, not better. So all of a sudden, now they're saying, hey, listen, what used to take you six weeks, it's now going to take you 14, 15 weeks. Uh, so this is a, Jason, a huge indicator, uh, from the shipping lines that the product getting back in stock is getting worse, not better. That's right, Joe. I mean, I, I bought, uh, some furniture when we uh, bought our house, uh, my wife and I in 2000, 2020. And, you know, you had, you had coronavirus being blamed on everything and it took me four months to like get a chair. Okay. It was taking forever, right? And those, and those things haven't stopped. There are, there are still these furniture items that take four months or six months. Uh, 
Brooke does a lot of the purchasing, so she's she's notified me. Well, if we decide to buy this, it's going to take six weeks to get it, or if we order this, they might ship it to us in in, in eight weeks. And Joe, then you look, and once again, I'm going to go right to this. It, it takes four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, four months, six months, eight months, until suddenly it's like, well, we just canceled. We're just not going to get it to you, which is what happened with my water delivery. They just, I'm I was supposed to get my water at seven in the morning. And at 8 o'clock at night, they, they uh, notify me of the cancellation. It's crazy, Joe. It's crazy. These people don't know. They, the Eldorado obviously does not know how to handle this problem. Well, it's, it's just getting worse and worse, right? And, and you know what they were being told, probably like everybody else. Oh, if that delivery can come today, if those jugs show up today, we can make it. We can still get it out. And then when it doesn't come, uh, then, then, then all of a sudden you've got a huge problem. And here, here's the problem for a company like Eldorado. Now what do they do? What about their employees? And when we look at jobless claims today, remember we told you, remember we, we, we told you about Peloton announcing layoffs. Why do I have a bad feeling? That in the next 90 to 100 days, layoff announcements are starting to, they're going to really start creeping up. And, and for a different variety of reasons, but use El Dorado as your example. If there's no, if they have no, uh, cartons to deliver, what about the delivery drivers? What about the people, yeah. uh, that bottle the water in the warehouse, right? What, what do they do? That's right, Joe. It said right there in the email, we have staffing issues. It was mentioned in the email, right? Take the radio news hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, Joe Jaquin, Jason Walker here today. And, uh, we're talking about product availability. What's happening with these companies? How do you run a business? Uh, I'll give you a great example for just, just here at Patriot. Uh, so we, you know, we put new floors in last year. Uh, we had, uh, you know, we've been here 16 years in the building. So, you know, you gotta, gotta replace things. Uh, we, we put a, a new vanity in the bathroom and, uh, we have a little kitchenette area. It's about eight feet of cabinets. And we're actually going to replace the cabinets in the kitchenette area, take those, the old ones, put them in the shipping room, so on and so forth. Eight feet of cabinets. Went to Home Depot before Thanksgiving. And Home Depot was like, yeah, well, you, you know, obviously, you know, hey, we'll take your money. Of course they'll take your money. And they told us, hey, it's going to be, you know, six to eight weeks before the cabinets are available. Uh, so now it's uh, it's been 60 days now. Uh, and Home Depot just sent my wife an email and said, uh, due to unexpected, you know, shipping delays and, and, you know, everyone's using, everybody knows they're all using the same thing. Uh, it could take another Jason six to eight weeks before the cabinets are in. All right, Joe. I, I've had many stories with, uh, listeners, customers talk about certain items that they do this. They give you the time, the time frame, then they give you the delay. And sometimes they see the two delays or three delays. And then it's like, sorry, we, uh, we are unable to, uh, we are unable to get you your item, and, and I think a lot of that has to do. Twenty twenty one, Joe, has to do with, hey, by the time we actually get that order filled, uh, wait a minute, we sold it to them for way too cheap. We uh, we can't make money. Yeah, on this. That, that, exactly right. When that's happening, all that means is uh, whatever they charged you, it wasn't nearly enough. 
because the inflation and went the up, price, and then in the end, right. three, we waited three or four months, and now it's too expensive. <laughs> they would have filled and, originally. And, and, and of course, out of the kindness of their heart, oh, we're just going to give you your money back. They're, they're, you're, they're, we're not going to get them. Here's your money back. You know, and of course, then you're like, well, God, I still got to go get cabinets. You go back down there, uh, and next thing you know, uh, the same cabinets uh, are double the price from the ones that you ordered. You know, four or five months ago, and, and how much? Why do I get the feeling even those cabinets? Oh, it'd be six to eight weeks. Right. Correct, and you hope that they right. can actually fill your order this time. Right. The whole the whole thing is, Joe, is they can't fill the orders, so they can charge whatever they need to charge, and they can cancel whatever they need to cancel because they they can only do so many orders. So it's like, well, we we'd love to have all the customers taken care of, but since that's no longer happening, we need to get as much as we can from the ones we can fill. That's and that's going to continue to happen, Joe. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, gold's unchanged right now, eighteen forty-two. Uh, that's about the lowest gold's been all day today. Uh, silver, another great uh, uh, performance from silver. Silver's now uh, starting to to catch its catch its breath, if you will, its wings, if you will. Jason and I remember a few weeks ago we were talking about Bank of America, and I was telling you. Based on some internal things Jason and I were looking at, it looks like Bank of America is trying to get out of that huge silver short position. Uh, and sure enough, uh, silver rallying again today up another 40 cents, uh, 24.63. So uh, yesterday we broke 24. And then remember, I told you, go 50 cent increments. It's broken 24.50 now. Uh, we're going to be looking here at 25. Uh, right now, silver... For me to say, hey, I think silver's fairly priced. Jason, we we still need another four dollars an ounce, and that's if gold doesn't move. And we know obviously that's not going to happen. Uh, but a lot of upside in silver here, and I think we're going to see uh, silver's going to be one of the best performers uh, when you look at twenty twenty two. Of course, it was one of the worst performers, right? Obviously, uh, for uh, let's just call it what it is. Paper shorting reasons. Uh, so, uh, silver should have had uh, a good year last year. It's just going to have, uh, you know, uh, here's what I think. Which, what should have happened last year is going to happen this year, and then it's going to happen uh, by by a factor of two or three times. So we could see, I could easily see uh, silver with a 50% gain. you got to remember, the start of the year is only 22 bucks. That would a 50% gain only put silver at $33, Jason. Exactly, Joe. And I was I was watching a video last night, and the, the guy was saying, and he has ways of trying to track some of the big purchases. He said there was a whale buyer uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. Some some unidentified large scale physical buyer bought like 780 million ounces of silver. So that could be why gold is kind of sitting flat, but silver is just continuing to go because someone took order of a large amount. That's that's not a small amount, Joe. Yeah, and that may just be Bank of America trying to could unwind. Be. Uh, in their silver markets, uh, yet to be determined. Right now, U.S. Silver Eagles, I have variety of years available. I don't, I can't tell you their 2022s. Uh, really, uh, those have been bought up by the TV guys and some others, but, uh, rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles right now, $730 a roll. Silver Eagle rolls are up 30 bucks just this week. So this is, and it's only Thursday, Jason. It's only Thursday, and uh, there's you know, 
you know, so I always say this when it comes to buying gold and silver. Uh, I n- it never bothered me what the price was because I'd look at the ounces I was buying. It's we get we tie everything to the Federal Reserve note. How many dollars? Uh, to me, it's always how many ounces are you getting because you buy it at seven thirty today. Okay, it might go down tomorrow, and then it goes up the next day. But over over a long enough timeline, you're just going to see as as with inflation, gold and silver just keeps going up because that's the way it is. And uh, pretty soon you'll, a couple of years ago, what buy and suddenly say, well, I remember I bought those rolls at 730 bucks <laughs> when you're buying it now at like 1050 bucks for a roll because those, those times are coming, Joe. Yeah, you know, it was so funny. The first thing I sold here, the very first thing, was a roll of silver eagles. I even remember uh, the person I bought it from. Uh, she's still still with us, still, still uh, uh, doing business with us. It was $125. That was uh, for a roll of silver eagles. It's, it's crazy what uh, what's happened in 19 years. 800-951-0592. Pedro Radio News Hour. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. U.S. Silver Eagles. Uh, $730 a roll. And then I've got uh, on the gold side, we've got a couple of oddball items, but they're priced to perfection. I've got 14 20 francs. Uh, they're, they're Swiss, they're French, they're a little uh, hodgepodge of, of, of 20 francs. Uh, remember, 20 franc is almost two tenths of an ounce, 0.1867. Uh, everywhere online, 370 to $390. Uh, melt on the franc right now is about $344. I've got francs, $6 over melt. I've got 14 of them at 350 and then we've got some of those one ducats. Remember, those are the uh, the tenth ounce, if you will, the Austrian tenth ounce. They're they're actually point one one. The and and those are at two hundred and twenty dollars uh, today. Two hundred and thirty five to two hundred and seventy five online. Uh, two twenty on the one ducats. Uh, melt value on a one ducat about two hundred and eight dollars. So twelve dollars over melt on, on a just over a, a tenth of an ounce. That's unheard of. A, a one tenth ounce American gold eagle right now two hundred sixty bucks, and that's cheap two sixty. So forty dollars less, and you get a little more gold. Uh, twelve dollars over melt on the ducats. I got fifty of those. At 220, great fractional material. And then the, the francs, the 20 francs, uh, they're mostly Swiss, but there's some French francs in there as well. Jason, $6 over melt at 350 bucks today at 800-951-0592. Absolutely, Joe. I was just, uh, l- listening to your story of, uh, the first roll of silver eels you sold, which, uh, if I did it right, I think it was five and a half dollars per ounce. And yeah. I just I just did the little search real quick because we talked about king crab legs before Christmas. Uh, yeah, five dollars and ninety four cents an ounce for Alaskan king crab legs. <laughs> it's more than silver was in your early days. Isn't that, isn't that nuts? Uh, an ounce, five, not a pound. An ounce. It's ninety five dollars a pound. Wow. At a big wow. com- a big hundred. <laughs> yeah, eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And gold and silver are always counterintuitive. You know, they, they want you to believe, hey, when, when interest rates rise, right, the dollar gets stronger and that's bad for gold and silver. Uh, no, it's actually the opposite. Interest rates are rising because they're finally admitting inflation's a problem. 
And that's why you're going to see gold and silver rallying. Last year, it was a problem. They just didn't want to admit it, and interest rates didn't rise. Uh, they're going to be rising now. It's actually a little bit uh, counterintuitive to what most people think are going to happen. Uh, I think it's going to be a huge year, uh, and only because I, the only solution I can see is for this to get better, they've got to cause a recession or Jason, we're going to see inflation. I mean, we'll be, we'll probably be talking about, uh, things like you said, King Cags, forget $95 a pound, right? Double it, $200 a pound, right? You know, forget about, uh, a new car, uh, average price being, uh, 50,000. It's going to be 75,000, right? And, and things of that nature. Uh, homes are now going to cost a million dollars. And oh, by the way, uh, It'll be ready sometime a year and a half from now because that's how long it's going to take us to get all the stuff. That's exactly right, Joe. I, uh, I think you see some runaway inflation, and then uh, you the president come in and like, well, we'll just throw some price controls. I mean, how many of us went to buy the toilet paper in 2020, and they said, well, uh, you can get, you can buy one. Price controls could also be how many you're allowed to even take off the shelf, Joe, and that, they've already done price controls. So I think inflation and price controls are the future. Uh, we'll be back for the final show tomorrow.